Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. Well, folks, it is time for a special Thanksgiving episode. Uh, I want to thank uh, everybody so much for uh, listening to the program. So we're going to uh, give you a special extra show today. Extra two episodes. Uh, some of these uh, serials go a little long. And no, it was not a, actually a pun of any sort, intentional or unintentional, that I just used the word serials to uh, describe a program sponsored by a serial company. Anyway, before we do get started, I want to encourage you to pick up the Adventures of Powerhouse Superhero Comedies for the Kindle. Tales of the Dim Knight, the main, uh, the first uh, story is available as a paperback, but it's also available for the Kindle for 99 cents, as is the uh, Powerhouse Flies Again novella, and the great new Rise of the Robo Lawyers available for $2.99 on the Kindle, or with a Kindle reading app for uh, another device. Alright, well now let's get back into Superman. It's time for the Hate Mongers Organization, Part 15 and part 16. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, as the agents of hate claim another victory in their campaign of terror, Superman, shocked and angered, realizes he must find some swift means of stemming the evil tide. You know, old man's son sure is hep when it comes to giving your day a cheerful send-off. And if you're hep to pep, the sunshine cereal, your breakfast gives you a head start on a terrific day. Yes, sir, Kellogg's pep sure is on the sunbeam when it comes to really smooth eating. Looks swell in the first place, those crisp, tender whole wheat flakes all toasted and golden, and how pep does give a lift to your appetite. You see, Kellogg's Pep is loaded with sunshine flavor, a rich, full wheat flavor that has come on in every spoonful. There's crisp tenderness, too. Every crunchy flake is a slick treat in itself. Makes you want to dig right in and polish the bowl clean as a whistle. And that's the right idea these days, you know. It's mighty important to get the good out of every bit of your breakfast dish of Kellogg's Pep. Because it's good for you. And because Pep is made from whole wheat. One of the cereal grains that have been picked out to give that swell grain nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, this is no time to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make yourself a committee of one to help guard against waste. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, gang, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. And now... 
The Adventures of Superman. In an effort to prevent the building of a community clubhouse and gymnasium whose doors would be open to all youngsters, regardless of race, religion, or color, an unknown group of hate mongers, led by a man who speaks only from behind a black velvet curtain, has started a campaign of terror and violence in the city of Metropolis. Thus far, a block of stores was burned to the ground, a little Irish newsboy beaten almost to death. And as we learned in our last episode, a Jewish rabbi was stabbed during an attack on his temple. To learn the identity of the man responsible, Jimmy Olsen is masquerading as a young tough and has joined a gang led by a boy known as Muggs, and it does the dirty work for the hate mongers. As we continue now, it is the morning following the attack on Rabbi Stone. Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are in the office of Inspector Henderson at police headquarters. Henderson is speaking. I've had enough of this, Kent. But, Inspector... I'm not going to sit by and let those hoodlums run riot. But, Inspector... You look saw at... the report from the hospital. I know. Another fraction of an inch in that knife wound the rabbi got would have killed him. Right. Well, fortunately, it didn't. He's going to be all right. That doesn't alter the fact that those two-room bums committed a crime. But I Assault still... and battery with a lethal weapon. Why, I could send them up for ten years. Sure, sure. And what good would it do? What good? Society would be rid of them for a while. Fine. And within 24 hours, others would take their place. Well, that's a fine way to talk. Well, it's true. I suppose the court should never sentence anyone for committing a crime oh. because someone else is going to commit another crime in his place. Well, Mr. Kent didn't mean that. Did anyone ask you, old son? Jim's know, right. I... You know I didn't mean it that way. This is a special situation. Those boys aren't doing these things on their own. They're being ordered and directed. Now, we've got to get at the root of this evil. And the root is the man Jimmy talked to, the man who hides behind a black curtain. All right, let's get him. What are we waiting for? Haven't anything on him yet. But we will have within 24 hours. I'm not waiting 24 hours. Now, look. I agreed to go along with you when they set fire to those stores and almost killed the O'Neill kid. But enough is enough. Do you realize what the papers would do to me if they they got hold of this? The papers have all been contacted by Perry White. They agreed to lay low, not to publish anything until we had a chance to thoroughly test our plan. And now we have that chance. Oh, yeah? Yes. Jimmy here has been given a direct assignment by the man we're after. He's going through the motions just to be able to get something on our black curtain friend. Once that's done, we'll have Jimmy's evidence and we can nab him and send him away for life. Well, how do I know this is going to come off the way you tell it? I promise you it will. Just give me another 24 hours. That's all I ask. Well, please, Inspector. All right. 24 hours. Good. But not a split second more and that's fine. Well, gee, thanks, Inspector. And you be careful, you little whippersnapper. I don't want you getting into trouble. Well, don't worry about me. I've got Superman right beside me. Sure words were never spoken, Jim. Well, we better get going. We've got plenty to do before we... Oh, go ahead, Inspector. Take it. Thanks. Henderson speaking. Who? Yes, he's here. Just a minute. For you, Ken. Oh, the office? I didn't ask. I'm not a telephone operator. Sorry. Here. Thanks. Hello. Yes, this is Clark Kent. Oh, hello, Father Sheehan. Yes, he's going to be all right. I should say it was lucky. What was that? When, this morning? Same kind, eh? Yes, I'll tell Inspector Henderson about it. He'll probably want to have the church policed. I certainly will. Thank you for calling, Father. Right. Goodbye. Now what? Dr. Leeds of the Methodist Church, he's a member of the Unity House Committee, too, got a threatening letter this morning. The same sort of a letter Rabbi Stone received yesterday. Kent, we've got to put a stop to this. Exactly what we're trying to do. But nothing's happening. He gave me 24 hours, remember? Well, I'm not so sure I want to now. Why? First a druggist. Then a newsboy, then a rabbi, and now a minister. Now, wait a minute. We mustn't lose our heads. That's exactly what they're hoping for. They'd like us to fight one another. I still say this needs action. You're going to get action, or my name isn't Su- Clark Kent. In the meantime, I suggest you throw a police guard around Dr. Leeds' church. I know what to do. It's just a suggestion. 
after you, Jim. I'm afraid we'll have to change our plans. We've got to find out if we can what form of violence they intend using on Dr. Lee. Oh, how can we find out? I don't know. I guess you'll just have to go back to the pool room and contact Muggs. But, but coming over here this morning, you said you didn't want me to see Muggs again. I know. Because there was a chance he suspected I tipped you off about the raid on Rabbi Stone's temple. That's right, but we can't help ourselves now. We've got to know when and where and how they plan to strike. See, they may not go after the church at all. They may attack Dr. Leeds himself. But what if Muggs does suspect me? We had it all figured out. I was to go through the motions of doing the job at the art gallery. So if he was suspicious, he wouldn't be anymore. Now, if I go to the pool room, I may be in trouble. That's right, Jim, but it's a chance you'll have to take. Now, wait a minute, Kent. You can't send him over there and let him stick his neck out. Don't worry about it, Inspector. Jim's going to a story that'll make them sit up and take notice. What do you mean, Mr. Kent? Just this. Up to now, you've been spying on them for us. Now, you're going to spy on us for them. Mugs around? He's in the back room with Lefty. Okay, thanks. Hi, Mugs. Hi, Lefty. Oh, it's you, Wolf. Come on in. Got something to tell you, Mugs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It better be good. What's the matter, Mugs? You swore at me? Go ahead. What do you got to tell me? You had to slip a knife to a guy at the temple last night, didn't you? How'd you know? Who told you? Nobody told me. How'd you know? Well, give me a chance and I'll tell you. Go ahead, spill it. All right. I was sitting in the drugstore where you guys left me when I got that stomachache and they brought in a guy half dead. I heard them talking and they said he got knifed in the Jewish temple. So I figured you guys did it. What'd they say? They say anything about descriptions? No, the guy that got knifed after a while he come to. Cop asked him if he could describe the guy that did it and he said no. Ah, you see, Lefty, what I tell you? Olsen, you're a lifesaver. Lefty's been sitting there beating his brains out figuring a bull was going to nab him. Oh, Lefty done a knifing? Yeah, he had it. The guy was laying for us. No kidding. Yeah. I figured maybe some wise guy tipped him off, or maybe he was just there. Anyway, as long as he couldn't give the cops no descriptions, we were okay. Yeah. Didn't bust up the place then. Nah, but Lefty sure put a lot of knife in that guy. You know who it was? Who? The rabbi. How do you know? The guys that carried him in the drugstore said it was him. I thought you knew it. Uh, we didn't know from nothing. All we knew was the guy was throwing a lot of punches and throwing them fast. I had to tell Lefty to slip in the shift. Boy, are we lucky. Couldn't give no descriptions. Yeah, we sure are. What's the next job, Muggs? Who says we got a job? Huh? Just asking. I kind of figure I got to make up for fading out on you guys last night. I'm sure I can pull jobs, too. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Know anything about uh, car engines? Automobiles? Yeah. Sure. I worked in a garage once. Remember I told you, in Philly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did you ever rig a torpedo? A what? A torpedo. You hook it up to the engine, when a guy starts his car, it uh, blows up. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. You want to help? Sure. Okay, Lefty here ain't feeling so good. You can take his place. Whose car are we going to work on? You'll see when we get there. When are we doing it? Tonight. And this time we ain't running into no trouble. This time the job's going to get pulled right. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, there are so many keen ways of serving up Kellogg's Pep for breakfast that, well, maybe you haven't tried them all. Of course, Pep with milk and sugar makes a terrific dish. But for a little extra zip, try a Pep Banana Split. That's this week's Pep Dish of the Week. And it's a honey. Here's how it's made. Sprinkle a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Top with half a banana that's been split down the middle, then more pep and the rest of the banana. 
add milk and sugar, and then pitch into your pet banana split. A mighty slick combination. Mm-mm. What those crisp flakes of Kellogg's Pep do for that banana? Yes, sir, Pep sunshine flavor and golden toasted goodness sure do rise and shine. Why, each spoonful teases for another until, first thing you know, you're finishing off the last smooth spoonful in your bowl. And a good thing that is, because this dish is good for you. What's more, it's off the beam to waste cereal nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls across the seas. Keep that in mind, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Make it your job to see that it's not wasted. Handle the package carefully if you pour your own Pep and polish off every bit you pour out. All sure to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Returning to Clark Kent's apartment from the pool room, Jimmy Olsen reports what he has learned to the Daily Planet reporter, who, as we know, is Superman. And that's all Muggs told me, Mr. Kent. I'm supposed to meet him at the pool room about 8 o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. They're going to attach a bomb to the ignition system of a car, is that it? Yeah, he called it a torpedo. He didn't say whose car. No, but if the Methodist minister got the warning letter, I guess it must be his car. Yeah, probably. I better call him. What time is it, Jim? Uh, almost noon. Well, he'll be at home, I guess. I've got his number here in my book somewhere. Stay. Oh, here we are. Dr. Charles Leeds, Metropolis 8532. Well, what are you going to tell him? Not to use his car. Oh. You ought to meet at the pool room at 8. Uh-huh. That gives us plenty of time to have a talk with Inspector Henderson and make... Hello, Dr. Leeds. Oh, this is Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Yeah, well, the reason I called, Doctor, was to ask you whether you had any intentions of using your car tonight. What was that? Oh, I see. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, no, no, nothing particular. Yes, I will, Doctor. Yes, at the first opportunity. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Jim, we're in trouble. Trouble? Dr. Leeds doesn't own a car. For a moment, Kent's statement fails to register on Jimmy. Then, as it penetrates, the young reporter's expression is one of bewilderment. If it isn't Dr. Leeds, the one who received the threatening letter, who is the next unknowing victim of the hate mongers? Gang, you're in for a surprise tomorrow as Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen almost missed the boat in a thrill-packed episode entitled Death on Wheels. So don't fail to listen. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Hey, how about being a pal to your dog like he is to you? Sure, do him a good turn. Treat him to Kellogg's Grow Pup Dog Food. Why, it beats all how many dogs give Grow Pup the glad eye. It's the full of meaty flavor, and there are three different kinds to pick from. There's Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellets. You can give your dog the kind he likes best because they all have what it takes to help keep him right on the beam. For lots of muscle, for strong bones and teeth, Ask Mother to base your dog's diet on Kellogg's Grow Pup every day. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. 
This is the mutual broadcast. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P E P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Jimmy Olsen's report of a new attack about to be launched by Muggs and his wolf pack has brought confusion to the plans of Superman. Plans he had hoped would bring swift justice to those seeking to spread the germs of hate and prejudice. Hi there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, have you tried the Pep Dish of the Week? It's got a nifty name, and it's a surefire way to add a little extra punch to breakfast. It's a Pep Banana Split, as terrific a dish as you'd ever want to taste. Now, here's how it goes. You sprinkle a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Then cut a banana in half, split it down the middle, you know, and arrange on top of the Pep. Then pour on more Pep and top with the other piece of banana. And there you are, gang, a Pep Banana Split. A solid sort of dish that your your appetite will really latch on to. Because those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep are way out in front when it comes to tickling your taste. You see, Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal, and it's loaded with sunny, golden, toasted flavor. Good for you, too. Your mom knows that. So no matter how you serve it, Kellogg's Pep tastes so terrific that, well, you'll want to eat up every last bit in your bowl. And that's especially on the bean nowadays, when the cereal grains are being sent to fellas and girls all over the world. So get Hep to Pep, gang. Don't waste it. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, take special pains to make sure there's no waste of cereal at your house. If you pour your own cereal, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Make it a habit to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Accepted as a member of the juvenile gang led by a boy known only as Muggs, a gang doing the dirty work for a hate-mongering organization calling themselves the Guardians of America... Young Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Daily Planet, has secured some valuable information. At the moment, however, his latest tip to Clark Kent has resulted in confusion. Muggs and his gang are about to commit another act of violence, this time attaching a small bomb to the engine of an automobile, set to explode when the engine is started. Both Kent and Jimmy were certain the attack was going to be directed against the Reverend Dr. Leeds, pastor of the Methodist Church. But in yesterday's episode, as you remember, they learned that Dr. Leeds did not own a car. As we continue now... Kent and Jimmy are conferring with Father Sheehan, the Catholic priest who was acting as chairman of the committee attempting to build a community clubhouse in Metropolis. I don't know, Kent. Things like this make me wonder sometimes whether it's true that a soft word turneth away wrath. Maybe we are going about this in the wrong way. Maybe Inspector Henderson is right. Iron bars and a mailed fist. Oh, you know that's not so, Father. Yes, yes, of course, Jimmy, I know. I believe in the Ten Commandments and I've tried to live by them. But when I heard about the murderous attack on Rabbi Stone, well, if those young hoodlums had been anywhere within arm's reach, I'm sure I... I well, I don't know what I might have done. I doubt that you'd have done anything violent, Father, but that's neither here nor there. Incidentally, it might interest you to know that while Rabbi Stone is recovering from the knife wound, Dr. Leeds is going to preach the sermons at the Rabbi's temple. Well, that's fine, Ken. Fine. And speaking of Dr. Leeds, we're still a little confused about the latest information Jimmy got from Muggs. 
that an attempt is going to be made to blow up a car. Leeds doesn't own a car. No, he doesn't. No, neither do you. Neither does Rabbi Stone. That leaves the three lay members of the Unity House Committee, Dave Hoffman, the druggist, George Murphy, the retired police inspector, and Mr. Walters, principal of the school. And you feel certain the attack will be against a member of the committee? Oh, sure it will. Well, it's anybody's guess, but up to now, every act of violence has been directed against a committee member. These self-styled guardians of America seem determined to keep you from building Unity House. Well, what about Mr. Klein? Who, Jim? Mr. Klein, the man who owns the art gallery. Oh, yes, I forgot about him. Is this something I missed? Well, it's something we missed telling you, probably. Jimmy got a personal assignment from Mr. Rat himself, the high mucky-muck who seems to be running the Guardians of America. An assignment to destroy some valuable paintings in an art gallery belonging to a man named Klein. Well, you're certainly not going through with it. Yes, we are, as the phrase goes for the papers. Kent, I don't understand. Stores can be rebuilt and wounds can heal, but art treasures can never be replaced. Don't you worry, Father. Nothing will be damaged or destroyed. What we plan to do, and we would have done it today if this car business hadn't come up, is call Mr. Klein in and explain the entire situation to him. Undoubtedly, we'll get his cooperation. You mean he'll let you destroy his paintings? Oh, no, not really. Just for the papers, Father. You see, boiled down, what we'll do is fake a story and print it in the Daily Planet, a story to the effect that a vandal slashed and cut five or six valuable paintings in Klein's art gallery. The net of it will be that Mr. Rat will think Jimmy here has carried out his assignment and can be trusted implicitly. Oh, yes, now I get it. Then with that trust established, we're hoping he'll come out from behind his black curtain and let Jimmy get a look at him for future identification. And then what? Well, then the rest is easy. We'll nab Mr. Rat. We know where his hole is. Jimmy can identify him as the man who directed the hate mongers and who ordered Muggs and his gang to commit various acts of violence. And unless I'm dead wrong, he'll go up for life. So the only problem at the moment is whose automobile they plan to blow up. That's right. Dave Hoffman owns a car, but he's already been attacked. Of course, that doesn't eliminate him completely. Kent, what about George Murphy? The retired cop? That's right. Yes, he has a car. So has the school principal, Mr. Walters. They've all been warned to be on the lookout, though. In addition, Inspector Henderson has assigned a police mechanic to each one of them. He'll examine their cars before they drive them. Well, you seem to have covered everything. Well, what about Mr. Klein? I don't know. I don't think he fits into this picture, Jim. They wouldn't waste two attacks on him. Well, why are they attacking Klein at all? Because he's Jewish? You know, from what Jim could gather, he contributed to the Unity House Building Fund. Oh, I see. Oh, speaking of contributions, Kent. Yeah? That $10,000 check from your editor, Mr. White, came in this morning. Oh, good. I'll thank him for that personally, but I want to thank you for that piece in the paper. The what? Well, the write-up in the Daily Planet. Oh, what write-up? You mean to Just say... Just a minute, Jim. What's this all about, Father? Well, Kent, I'm surprised you don't know about this. I was sure you'd written the article. Oh, what's it about, Father? Oh, wait a minute. I, I think I have the paper right here. There you are. It's right on the front page. Let's see, Father. What's it say, Mr. Ken? There's Unity House Fund Swelling. Planet announces $10,000 contribution. Oh, did you write it, Mr. Ken? No, Jim, I didn't. Let's see. The Unity House Building Fund earmarks for the construction of a gymnasium and playground whose doors will be open to all Metropolis children, regardless of race, religion, or color, was swelled considerably today when Perry White, editor of the Planet, announced a contribution of $10,000. Clark Kent reads the article in the Daily Planet. Almost at the same moment, someone else is reading it aloud with as much, if not more, interest. None other than the still unidentified leader of the Guardian. This contribution, together with the contributions of all those interested in the furtherance of better understanding among people, will go far toward achieving the goal. According to Father Francis Sheehan, Rabbi Harry Stone, and Dr. William Leeds, interfaith members of the committee. <laughs> Very interesting, don't you think, Eric? Ten thousand dollars? It's a lot of money. Well, that sounds strange coming from you. How much did you spend in this country alone during the war trying to buy military secrets? That is another story. 
They are building a gymnasium, not a battleship. They're building nothing, I promise you. I was waiting for the Daily Planet to get behind this. Now we'll have to get behind the Daily Planet with a knife. How? I'll show you how. Call the pool room first and instruct Muggs to come here as soon as possible. You know the number? Yes. And the code line? Yes. Tell Muggs his mother wants him. Right. And use the phone in the other room. I want to use this one to call the editor of the Daily Planet. You're choking. Don't look so shocked, Eric. What's wrong with my calling a newspaper editor? You are supposed to remain in the background. Don't worry, I will. I'm calling Mr. Perry White to invite him to play the lead in a little drama I've just created. I suppose you might call it a tragedy. The title could be Death on Wheels. Death on Wheels. What does the mysterious leader of the self-styled Guardians of America mean? We'll know in a moment when we return for the exciting climax of today's episode. So keep listening. You know, breakfast sure does give your appetite the old come on when there's a bowl of Kellogg's Pep at your place at the table. Pep looks so sunny and crisp and golden that, well, you'll want to pull up a chair and pitch right in. And Pep the Sunshine cereal tastes just as good as it looks, believe me. Pep Sunshine flavor is so smooth and rich it, well, it kind of sparkles on your tongue. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a surefire hit when it comes to brightening up breakfast. Sends you off to school in the right mood for a good day. You see, when there's Kellogg's Pep for breakfast, you're getting solid whole wheat nourishment plus. So it's a slick trick to polish off every single flake in your bowl. And here's another angle, gang. Nowadays, the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and Kellogg's Pep, are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So it's not a good idea to waste cereal. No, sir. Keep on the beam when Mother brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And uh, kind of keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Just be sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. As the result of a newspaper article announcing that editor Perry White of the Daily Planet had donated $10,000 to the Unity House Building Fund, the as-yet-unidentified head of the hate-mongering organization calling themselves the Guardians of America has decided to direct his next violent attack against the gray-haired editor. As we continue now, we return to the study of a sumptuous penthouse apartment, headquarters of the so-called Guardians. Their unnamed leader is being addressed by a blonde, Germanic-looking man called Eric, who speaks with a trace of an accent. I have just called the pool room. Muggs will be here shortly. Good. Now we have to plan this so there will be no slip-up. You know the expression, kill two birds with one stone? I have heard it. But well, we're going to try to kill two enemies with one bomb. I do not understand. Well, the original plan, as you remember, was to strike at that Methodist minister, Dr. Lee. However, we learned that he did not drive a car. And at the last moment, we switched to another member of that committee, the school principal. But we're going to switch back. How? Oh, the device is no good unless it is attached to the ignition system of an automobile engine? That's exactly where it will be attached. But you say the minister has no car. Listen, I'm about to call Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet. I think you will find the conversation very... Perry White speaking. Mr. White? Yes? This is Father Shear. Oh, yes. Hello, Father. How are you? Quite well, thank you. And you? Fine, fine. That's good. Oh, uh, did you get my check, Father? Why, yes. In fact, that's why I'm calling. First, to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's nothing, really. And then, to invite you to attend the meeting to be held at my parish house this evening. 
members of my committee would deeply appreciate some advice from you as the editor of the country's most important newspaper. Oh, I'll be happy to do anything I can, Father. I knew you would, Mr. Bynes. Now, uh, uh, one more little favor. Name it, and it's yours. I uh, assume you have a car? Why, yes. And uh, you'll be driving from your office to the parish house this evening? Yes, I suppose so. Well, then, would you mind terribly, Mr. White, picking up one of our committee members on your way? No, not at all. Who is it? Uh, the Reverend Dr. Leeds of the Methodist Church. If you have a pencil and paper handy, I'll give you his home address. The Reverend Dr. Leeds, victim number three in the campaign of hate and intolerance. But this time the attack is aimed at two people. As the leader of the Guardians of America said, we'll kill two enemies with one bomb. Innocent and unaware, Harry White is stepping into a trap from which the only escape may be death. Don't miss tomorrow's tense, thrill-packed episode entitled, One Minute to Murder. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, if your dog is a softy, here's a little trick that you can try to help give him lots of muscle. Mix Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food in with his scraps of meat and fat. See if it doesn't make his eyes brighter and his coat glossy. And see if it doesn't give him lots of oof, so that pretty soon he'll be able to take it and scramble right along with the gang. Lots of champs feed on grow-pup, you know. So let your dog have his pick of grow-pup ribbon, grow-pup meal, or grow-pup pellets. Just so Mother remembers, write Kellogg's Grow-Pup on her marketing list right now. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. You know, uh, getting to the point of actually uh, informing the underlings you're going to plant a car bomb before finding out if the target has a car. Yeah, I'm not certain that's the best mastermind uh, decision. Of course, it sounded a little weird to me that so few people had cars that it was kind of a distinguishing characteristic. Of course, I live out here in... Uh, Boise, uh, where pretty much everyone uh, has a car, vast majority of people, just because you need it to get around, because everything's kind of spread out here. And uh, with Metropolis being based on New York City, it's a little more probable for uh, folks not to have a car, uh, but still kind of a weird distinguishing characteristics. That does remind me, I, I heard someone um, uh, refer Reviewing the showcase, uh, DC showcase, which is the black and white big paperback trades, and they were talking about how Superman's uh, work was limited to a small town uh, called, you know, how Metropolis was a small city. Uh, Metropolis is based on New York City, uh, as, of course, was uh, Gotham City. Which yeah, I was just reading through the Batman uh, Chronicles, picked that up from the library, Volume One, and the earliest uh, Batman stories. Batman is actually described as living in Manhattan, 
Why they changed to Gotham? Apparently artistic reasons. But anyway, that'll do it for today. I hope you had, uh, if you're in the United States, I hope you had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving day. We'll be back on Sunday with our regular podcast. Reminder, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And uh, send me an email. Adam at adamsweb.us. And be sure and uh, check out Tales of the Dim Night. And Powerhouse Flaws again, available as digital stocking stuffers for 99 cents for the Kindle. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.